past the vazool, baby. Come on in. Welcome to Scream Until You Like It presents the Amityville Retrospective. I am one of your hosts, Ryan, and with me as always is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Good, good, good. And with us again for a back-to-back double feature of Amityville goodness is our guest host for the evening, Mr. Clint. This yard sale is the worst. Correct. Correct. How are you doing, Clint? I am doing just fine. You know, um, and even if I wasn't, I'm still fine. That's good. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but (laughs) Um, no, um, it's a good day. So Friday, I'm off work, um, fixing stuff in the house, sort of, and um, I paused all of that to come sit here with you. Um, and, and I'm actually more excited to talk about this than what I was doing out there. So <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Cause we do have an exciting movie to talk about tonight, which yeah. is of course, Amityville for the evil escapes, or as it's known now, Amityville horror, the evil escapes. Cause for some reason they dropped the four down the road and nobody knows why. This gone evil escapes and finds a new house. Open a present, Grandma. And it's going to take this mother's courage no! to save her family. It started by itself. A mistake is human, but a lie is the devil's work. Patty Duke and Jane Wyatt star in a world premiere movie thriller. Leave us alone. What if it's too late? Amityville, the evil escapes, Friday. Plot synopsis for the movie is as follows. The demonic forces in the Amityville house transfer to an ancient lamp which, despite the fact never being in any of the previous movies, is in the house now. And it finds its way to a remote California mansion where the evil manipulates a little girl by manifesting itself in the... Holy shit, the synopsis is long. I actually got to hit the read-all option. Just a second. (laughs) We got a movie with a... Oh, my God. Oh. It's complicated. By manifesting itself in the form of her dead father. You couldn't fit those last six words on there? Like, seriously? (laughs) Fucking IMD, nope. I tell you. <laughs> Not at all. It's a pretty good synopsis, I guess. It covers it. Amityville 4 stars Patty Duke as Nancy Evans, Jane Watt as Alice Leacock, Frederick Len. I, there was an E at the end. I guess that's it. Anyway, he's Father Kibler and Lou Hancock as Peggy. Wasn't Peggy the... That was a chick that died at the beginning... Freaking IMDb, man. I don't know. Or was it the uh, uh, the cleaning lady in the house or whoever that was? The friend that was over all the time? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I call her um, a cleaning lady. That's a pretty shitty thing to say. I didn't know that's what she was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to make assumptions. I did not know what her character was. Just the best friend. We'll call her that. Okay. The Patty best Duke's friend. 
best bud. Patty Duke's <laughs> best bud. Just two ladies living in an apartment together or house together. One of them cleans. I thought best it was friend. grandma's girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a progressive movie. Aaron Eisenberg is Brian Evans in this. But before we talk about this movie, as we always do, we like to just maybe get an attempt at talking about a decent movie in on this show. Uh, Nicole, what you been watching? Uh, this past week, I have been doing a lot of work at home. So I have been trying to think of a good marathon. And I went back to the one I always go back to. And I've been doing Saw. So I've mm. watched all of the Saws, um, except for part 10. I haven't watched that at home yet, but I didn't see it in the theater. And it's just it's just one of my favorite franchises of all time. Tobin Bell can do no wrong. <laughs> He's great. It's it's like a big horror soap opera. It's fantastic. Nicole saw a saw. I saw a saw. <laughs> or eight, however many or there eight. are. <laughs> the Saw franchise has always been uh, that used to be. Uh, I have a couple of friends that uh, we don't. They're you know those high school friends that you. Used to see them every day, and you swore you'd be friends forever. Yeah, and you just kind of lose touch over the years. Um, these friends, though, whenever there's a new Saw movie, we always, always get together and we go see it in the theaters together. That's fantastic. It's it's like our little tradition, and we've managed to uphold it, unfortunately, right up until these last two Saw flicks, which I guess was Spiral, Spiral, and and Saw 10. Yeah, but. We still asked each other what we thought of them, so we still got that That's going. Good. That's so good. I mean, it's good to have traditions like that. I used to do that with my son, um, and I, I'm sure I can say this now that he's 24 years old, but I used to take him out of school. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> there was a new Saw movie or a new zombie movie, like, you know, like when um, Zombieland came out, I would, I would write a note to the school saying he had a dentist appointment, and I would take him to see the new one. That's badass. I know. I was that mom. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with making. You know what? You miss math for a day, whatever. Fuck it. You're making memories. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Clint, what you been watching? Um. Well, I have been very good at uh, not finishing movies this week. Um. I've started a couple of them. Um. And it really is just, uh, you know, for lack of attention span and just having to go do something else. Um, I, uh, I'm gearing up for a, a conversation um, on Sunday, um, which has changed, but we're we're going to do it anyway. Um, so I was watching like a couple independent movies, uh, one of which is called uh, Brazen Impact. Uh, that one was made by Absurd Productions. Mm. Um. um I, I really feel like that was kind of like pulp fiction inspired. It was it was very um uh very raw and uh very like uh hitman esque and uh you know light mob ties that type thing. Um I didn't make it the whole way through that. I thought I thought the soundtrack was cool, but uh I can't tell you how the rest of the movie was because I didn't finish it. Um and then I watched um uh, Zero which is also an independent movie that is uh it's kind of like an abbreviation it's like z hyphen you know ero which is short for like zombie hero um so another low budget picture um i went to the premiere of that in waynesboro pennsylvania about a year ago 
Um, mm-hmm. And actually, there's going to be another premiere coming up that I'm getting ready to go to this month. So I got to hurry up and buy my tickets. But they're they're going to do like a double feature. They're going to do like, um, what the hell are they showing? One of One and uh, The Legend of Crickfoot. So, but mm-hmm. Zombie Hero is kind of cool because the it operates on the idea that somebody was bitten, but not infected to the point that they became a zombie. They were infected in the way that they kind of became a superhero. So like it, um, it kind of like gave them powers to fight the zombies without them actually turning into a zombie. So neat idea. I'd never seen that done before. So it was kind of neat. And of course, um, uh, I rounded it out with uh, E.T. Watch (laughs) E.T. That one I did complete. I will not share my thoughts with that at the moment because we are going to have a discussion on that very soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be part of that discussion, so I'm going to share my thoughts right now. Go for it. is about as middle of the range as you can get. (laughs) It's sorry, middle of the road as you can get. I don't know. Mid range, middle of the road. It's fine. I don't understand how it became so big. I don't get it. There's something I'm missing. I don't know if there's something wrong with my brain. I just, it's okay. (laughs) I I will say this. It's a movie that managed to to pull your heartstrings without you actually understanding what was happening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to get any less vague than that. I'm going to save it all (laughs) for my discussion. (laughs) There's only one movie that pulls my heartstrings, and it is not E.T. Gotcha. Um, so what have I been watching? I caught a, I think it was Amazon prime is, this is an Amazon prime exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. I caught a flick called totally killer. Okay. Uh, have you guys ever okay. seen that? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. So it, uh, it's part of this weird subgenre that has sprung up and I'm not sorry that it is a subgenre because I absolutely fucking love the concept. It is a time travel serial killer splat, like slasher movie, a time travel slasher flick. So Ooh. it's kind of like your, uh, like your, uh, happy death day or, uh, you guys ever see the final girls? Yes. Um, I think so. Okay. Clint, get on that. Cause the final girls is fucking yeah. amazing. Um, okay. but, uh, so this one carries on that kind of idea, like uh, something happens in modern times, girl inadvertently finds a time machine, gets, in this case, she's taken back to 1987, where she gets the opportunity to track down the serial killer who eventually killed her mom in modern times. Oh. Um, these movies, Final Girls, Happy Death Day, and the what I'm talking about, Totally Killer, they do have a heavy comedy vibe to them. Like they're slasher comedies. Uh, this movie is no different. It's absolutely hilarious. This one, unfortunately, is a little long. It's uh, it, it runs about an hour 46. And that's my biggest complaint with it is I did have a lot of fun with this. But man, I don't know what the hell. Like It's only 16 minutes, right? But those extra 16 minutes really makes you feel like a couple of scenes. You're just like, okay, let's in. Oh, hey, that was funny. I am back into this. And then you're right back to. Okay, like, yeah, we're doing this again. Um, <laughs> not a deterrent, though. Absolutely worth a watch. Um, and a, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, it's it's right there. It's free. Um, I don't want to say too much because, again, it's like your modern day slashers, like your screams and your I know what you did. 
modern day. Those movies came out like 20 years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm old. <laughs> it's so it's like that modern day slasher that those movies introduced in that the killer is a it's a who done it as well. So I don't want to get too much into the plot because it is fun to guess. I watched it with the fam, Jen, uh, my son and my daughter. We were all trying to guess who was doing it. Um, for the record, it was a combination of I got it wrong on every count. But a combination of my two kids and Jen, between the three of them, they got everything right. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's a good time. It's worth a watch. Like I said, it's a little long. But other than that, it's a really fun slasher comedy. Nice. And what is it called again? Totally Killer? Totally Killer. Totally Killer. Okay. No, and it really captures that 80s vibe. And I love that. Not the real 80s vibe, like the, the movie 80s vibe. And yeah. that's what we're here for, right? Like. Nobody wants to remember the fact that it was all just oranges and browns and beaver panel walls and everything <laughs> smelled like an ashtray. Like everybody wants to remember the colors, right? <laughs> so that's what the movie captures. <laughs> so as I mentioned before, we are doing Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes, or if you're watching it nowadays, it's just the Amityville Horror, The Evil Escapes, uh, directed by Sandor Stern. I already went through the uh, actor's. Uh, only two writers on this one, so that probably explains why it's better than a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's about all you're getting from me. Uh, so we're just going to dive right in. Nicole, anything yeah. you want to bring up? Uh, I enjoyed it, surprisingly. Um, not the greatest 80s movie, but better than two and three combined. <laughs> It uh, Patty Duke is great, you know. Um, acting was good, effects were good. The story it kept you, it kept you there. You know, there there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of lagging. You know, something, even whether it was you know a scary scene or a gory scene or just one of the ca- characters, you know, being the characters that they were. And there were some characters in here, like you said, the uh, Brian, the son, was he was a character. He was. He he did a great job. Wait, I've that... seen him in something else too, and I can't think of what it was. House three, the horror show. House. That's three. it. Oh my god, he was yeah. fucking amazing in that. He was great in that. Oh, oh my god, fucking Brian. Was that the yep. kid with the wind blown hair? The whole movie. Yeah. 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 The one like that he'd probably taken out a second mortgage on his home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean uh, the. Patty Duke's character made fun of his haircut at one point. Well, she didn't make fun of it. She she said that it it wasn't appropriate and he needed a better one. You know, it, and it did look kind of like he was working on a mullet, but then like he took a car ride and like just stuck his head out the window. It's kind of like that. Um, <laughs> it just it just looked windblown and like permed in a weird way. So permed in anyway. a weird way. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at it's funny because IMDb is playing like movie clips while we're mm-hmm. talking. And it just had a shot of uh, Brian next to Patty Duke with her like, I'm 70. So, of course, I just get a perm now. That's what I do. Same haircut. You're absolutely right. They've got the same fucking haircut. (laughs) That's why Patty Duke was so pissed about his haircut, because he was stealing her look. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's only room for one of these haircuts in this house. Yeah. And he wore it better. That, That is the one accurate thing they did from the 80s was was that hair. 
it was that's what we used to do i used to do it we used to take the hair dryer and hold it next to our head so our hair was flying up and then just spray it so it would, that's how you got the the flock of seagulls type wings you guys on used, the side of your head you guys used a hair dryer and hairspray at the same time oh we used a curling iron and, and hairspray we used to curl our hair and spray it with hairspray while the curling iron was burning our hair just to get the flip to get the big that's how we that's why our hair was always three feet above our head wow y'all are the reasons why we got so many warning labels nowadays i guess exactly <laughs> 80s kids injuring themselves doing their yeah. hair oh yeah mm -hmm. we were fearless we yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's how he got the hair. He probably took the hair dryer and he rocked yeah, it. Can of Aquanet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and not a sinus infection in sight. None. Yeah. 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 All those chemicals. There's no way any germs could survive. No. Nope. Never. What a time to be alive. I know. Yeah. Filling the bathtub with bleach and throwing your jeans in there. No ventilation. Just a whole yeah. bottle of bleach in the bathtub. Julian. I'm always a big fan of the opening sequences of these things, whether they're lame or if they're or if they're fun. Um, yeah, I, I really felt like the last one was lame um, and it really just made me laugh more than anything else. This one was OK. Um, I don't know if I liked uh, how they, they pulled it off. I mean, it was almost like, um, you know, a bunch of priests showing up at a house trying to look cool, you know, walking through the door, like digging their uh, weapons out of their bags you know, like almost like passing them out. You know what I mean? We're getting ready to throw some holy water in every room. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like uh, all the doors, every single door in a place is just like slamming, like in like succession. And and yep. I'm like, I'm like, I could see it now. They just like paid a bunch of interns to stand behind the doors and just like slam them shut, like <laughs> on, on an interval. You know, and and we're that's all I'm imagining. I'm like, this isn't scary at all or creepy. You know, they're I'm just. I'm just not seeing the dude on the other side of the door slam that. Mm -hmm. It's movie um, magic. That's right. That's right. So our young priest, um, our father Kibler, um, which is a hilarious name, um, <laughs> like walks into a room, sees this lamp, you know, and like has a vision of a demon in the lamp and he gets blown back against the wall and like passes out. What? That fucking <laughs> demon in the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> just the fucking eyes i know those are the eyes of a guy that has a 60 hour work week yeah. it just wants to go home and have a fucking beer it it kind of reminded that's me your demon it, it kind of reminded me of the gin and wishmaster a couple years later oh yeah, yeah yeah it reminded me of the monster in the crate and creep show oh yeah we just saw that oh yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. yeah. Your guys' examples are way better than mine. 80-hour <laughs> <laughs> work week. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it was a nice opening. Um, and then, like, uh, what I didn't care for was, was that uh, he woke up, you know, surrounded by his, you know, his brethren. And... Um, we have no idea what happened while he was out, you know, and, and they could have exploited that a little bit with the storyline. They did not like the priest could have become possessed as he was vulnerable, passed out on the floor in this house. But that that's not the way they went with this. Well, 
I mean, do you want an evil priest or do you want an evil lamp? Because I want an evil lamp. I do too. In this case, I'll take that. Yes. <laughs> I do like how the evil comes out of the house through the electrical cord. <laughs> that was so funny. Just that little bit of evil going up like, into the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was like they had a rubber tube and like they just used an air hose and just like pushed it through. You just see this lump go through it. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, what a great effect. Because yeah. that was the yep. evil escaping. That's the title. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I guess the evil escaping was the lamp managed to sell itself for like a hundred dollars. In, in 1989, like a hundred dollars nowadays, that's like asking for like 350. Yeah, yeah, this one was yeah. like, Oh, the price is even good. Yeah, I was like, Huh? Like, hell no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. They're like, and It's it gonna cost you more. The... Yeah, it's gonna cost you more than it's worth to ship it. She's like, I can afford it. Yeah, <laughs> man, Long eat Island, the rich. California. Let me tell you, this is this is a problem. Like, Eat the rich, man. Like these people got too much fucking money. You're buying fucking possessed lamps, send them to your sister. Yeah, on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, even after it cuts your finger, you know. Yeah, I'm like something's wrong in Long Island. Um, that was even a great part. I liked that. Uh, the the finger cutting, uh, mm-hmm. the very quick, mm. like it seemed like a possession of her finger, but I guess it was like more of an infection. <laughs> Yeah, I would have liked there to have been a possessed finger. Yeah, and like somehow tie those stories back together at the end. That would be awesome. Like she'd have to fly to California, and her her finger was the only thing that could stop the lamp. I could love it. No, don't stop the lamp. Like you finish off the lamp, right? Like the lamp is yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, and all of a sudden the doorbell rings, and it's her finger. <laughs> it's her fucking finger. Yeah, she mailed round it there. two. Yeah, round two. It's just like going. Just going. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that, no, that, was, that didn't happen. <laughs> that that was a scene that I thought was was beyond funny was when she was getting a delivery and she's signing the thing. And the guy's like, hey, what happened to your finger? And she's like, oh, I've been through worse. Her entire finger looked like a tree trunk. It was purple. <laughs> swollen and i'm like you're not gonna go to the doctor for that like oh i've been through worse it looks like it's gonna fall off but that's okay mm-hmm. yeah i literally saw it and i was like that is sepsis like you are yeah hours from and it turned out she was, she was. Uh, like you are hours from death yeah so this movie uh as we as clint pointed out uh the house stuff the actual amityville house stuff Kind of takes place in the first five, six, seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the house kind of explodes in this one. Right? If I remember right. Not that yeah. I recall. Oh no, it just blows the just blows the priest back. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we have the yard sale where, you know, as you mentioned, the whole fucking hundred dollar lamp. But the um the kills in this movie are absolutely bonkers. The these stretches they have to go to to make these kills happen is really the bread and butter in this movie. And a lot of effort was put in to try to make anything make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we feel about the kills in this movie? I um, like them. 
I'm sorry, Clint. Go ahead. That's all right. I'm having trouble remembering them at the moment. There's only one <laughs> that like sticks in my brain uh, at the moment. It is the Pudgy. most ridiculous one. It's a bird, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Although <laughs> now I remember that one, and that's hilarious. Um, no, the plumber in the crawl space. For God's oh, sake, yeah. you know, hey, like uh, the house just decides, you know what? You're done crawling around, and like it, like snaps a couple of like beams and like lands on him and pins him right. And you just see like the the PVC freaking uh, um, capped off like uh, fitting just like start bulging and expanding. The and he's balloon. Like, he's, like, that's, he's like, that's, oh my god, somebody help me! That's <laughs> that then, crappy PVC piping. See if you just had good old fashioned lead piping in there, yeah, you wouldn't have to worry it. about it bulging <laughs> and dropping them dead hands on your yeah. face with all that. Shit, shit water and water coming from the same pipe that apparently comes from the kitchen sink right <laughs> right somehow somehow the hand made it all the way from the garbage disposal to the to the main the main line of the house because <laughs> as you do you always just mix the gray water with the black water that's what you do right and and how did he die did he just like choke to death on the sewer water i mean yes, that's kind of what it looked like that. Yeah, because he didn't he understand drowned. the concept of turning your head to the left. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. took it all in. He just took yeah, it all yeah. in. Yeah, I, I don't like, know if it was. His, <laughs> I don't know if it was his kink or what, but he was just he was just gobbling up. <laughs> so gross. Just like put it in my mouth and my nose holes. So that's the most memorable kill for Clint. Yes, because it was so stupid. <laughs> and, then, and then the ghost the lamp drives his car away yes it's even better night rider his freaking work van starts puts itself in gear and drives down the lane and like the girl just walks out to the the door to say something to him and he's like oh uh, see ya. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> you're, uh, you're obviously leaving and not dead in my crawl space <laughs> I don't think they ever followed up with that. Did they ever figure out he was down there? Nope. Movie no, ends. Nope. He's still down nope. there. He's still there. Every, every time they flush the toilet, it's just hitting him in the face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's just continually getting covered in shit. <laughs> it's even funnier. <laughs> what happens to uh, I'm drawing a blank I apologize um, and this is going to be a running theme for a lot of these movies okay. it's hard to retain everything that happens what yes. does happen to Peggy I know she dies but I can't remember how they said heart attack oh right um, she's, she seems that was, that was a laundry room thing right no she was in the attic yeah oh, something okay. happened in the attic yeah did the cord wrap around her neck? I can't remember. Oh! I can't remember. This is how good this movie is, folks, by yeah, the way. Like, yeah. We literally watched this like two like, I know that lady yeah. died, but what happened to her? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just, I'll fucking edit a clip that shows it. Like, fuck. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> And I think those are the only two kills in the movie, aren't they? I mean, other than Budgie or whatever the bird's name was. Fred. Who 
Fred, who dies in the toaster oven. That was (laughs) so good. Could you imagine being like this fucking evil entity that's lived for thousands of years and has haunted this house? And you manage to manifest yourself into an evil lamp. And your first order of business is to kill the fucking parakeet. Kill the, kill the bird. <gasps> oh, mom. I mean, one of my favorite scenes wasn't, it wasn't officially a kill. I love the garbage disposal scene. That was hysterical. Because <laughs> you knew it was coming. You knew, like, she's got her hand in the garbage disposal. And, you know, her, you know, what football player love interest comes in. It was just such a doof. And <laughs> here, put tape over the light switch. That's the one thing I remembered from this movie. Because I had seen it many years ago. Like, rented it on VHS. And that was the one scene that I really remembered. I remembered that light switch with the with the electrical tape on it. Mm-hmm. And it just pushes itself up. <laughs> Yeah. By itself, and and he say goodbye to his hand and his his football career because yeah. <laughs> it just chews him up. I seem it, to recall that the switch was installed backwards. He flipped no, it, it up to make it sure it was off, and he put the tape on it, and then the switch toggled itself down. So you can't yeah. remember how Peggy dies. But you remember. But you which can way remember which way the lights. I work in the electrical profession. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he's on. This if I were, if I were selling that switch, it would be a six six zero WG. That's the part number. Okay. Because- you know I'm inserting a clip said. right now of a 660. <laughs> you absolutely that's, that's are. His... Passing Seymour, sir. That's, <laughs> Sorry, what his, his, that's what his father said mm-hmm. when he was there checking the other electrical stuff. He said he might have just um, taped it in the wrong position. He might have taped it in the on position instead of the off position by mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay. The father said, yeah, it's because he had a 660 WG. Okay. That's exactly well, then, what it was. That was in the script. Then my question with that <laughs> silly statement by the father is what activates the actual motor then? Was well, it yeah, just it... so jammed up that it wasn't running? I didn't realize bringing Clint on for this episode was going to start a tangent. I want to troubleshoot this disposal problem. Oh my God. It's just, oh my God. Didn't people used to use broom handles? But a broom handle, anything like that would work. Put it in, get a hold of the little edges that hold the disposer, and the pole tell you it to move. Now it just moved, so when I, after doing that, it should spin. There it goes. It's spinning now. So that they didn't put their hands in there. This yeah. this kid came in and like almost literally yelled at her, get your hand out of there, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, it's first thing, it's very important to tape off the switch. And, mm-hmm. and I remember being like, why the hell is he taping it up? And then, and then I see the, the lever just go and push yep. that tape out of the way. <laughs> yes. Apparently they installed it wrong. I love how we've spent the last eight minutes talking about this fucking this light, light switch, switch. And we haven't even gotten to the fact you're of the actual plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> if 
I've already forgotten what that is. What is daughter, the movie? The, the, well, the son, I feel the real plot should be that the son grabs the chainsaw and it goes on a little massacre in the basement. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And his but, hair never moved. <laughs> it never moved once. But the, the, the lamp Cali- is, sorry, go ahead. The California Chainsaw Non-Massacre. <laughs> because no one died <laughs> he killed so many potatoes what the fuck is this movie i don't know there's a lot going on here and none of it none of it gets resolved and then the priest shows up again and we got to deal with that as well that's like yeah. five different plot points oh and four that was... out of five of them don't get resolved that was funny in itself uh you know the the priest like tracks the lamp all the way to California and he like hops a flight, grabs a cab. It drops him off there. He he just proudly stomps across the grass up to the house, knocks on the door, immediately freaks out and runs away. Yeah. <laughs> not but not before he leaves a note in the mailbox asking I, the I, I can't be here. I, can, I, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> So that was kind of hilarious uh, and anticlimactic because he seems so determined to be there and help his family, and immediately he can't do anything. He, has he to just leave. runs. <laughs> his character really is useless. Pretty like, if it wasn't, and if it wasn't for the opening scene, there'd be absolutely no reason for his character to be in this. Right. Like if right. they had just started, like could you imagine just starting this movie? Show the two evil eyes that are so famous. Mm-hmm. Pan out. It's obviously the Amityville house, and show the fucking sign about an estate sale or a yard sale. Hell, yeah. it, you know, you just assume like, oh, because you everybody remembers the Lutzes just fucking fled, yeah, and mm-hmm. just have people selling shit, and you know, you've still got the sister. Everything else can be the same. You just remove mm-hmm. this priest character, and you, you know, wham bam, thank you, man. You just shave fifteen minutes off your fucking movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and removed one of the five plot points. Yeah, <laughs> you really didn't need him, and and okay. honestly, I don't think he was very instrumental at the end of the movie. Mm-mm. No, because you got Patty Duke, so you got to have Patty. Wait, who who threw the lamp? That was Grandma. <laughs> Grandma yeah, lifted right. that eighty pound fucking lamp by herself and threw it yeah. out the window. <laughs> yeah, she she hulked that thing and like launched it out the window like a javelin. The lamp that it took two giant movers or two giant <laughs> delivery guys to get into the house. And yeah. She just picks it up by herself. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a thing about that where like when a mom realizes that her children are in danger, yeah. she adrenaline. has the ability, the adrenaline will allow her to lift a possessed lamp uh-huh. and hawk it out a window, which yeah. by the way, her house is dangerously close to the edge of a really big fucking cliff yeah that was yeah. really weird yeah. and you didn't know that i think until like the end <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> like like i enjoy my brewskis i guarantee you i will get drunk enough at some point if i was at that house where i'd be like i'm gonna go fucking barbecue something i'm gonna take two steps out that back door the next <laughs> thing i know You're in the ocean. i'm gonna be fucking talking to mermaids because <laughs> it's true I'm, oh. <laughs> or I'm gonna look like Macaulay Culkin at the end of the yeah. Good Son, like I'm yeah. gonna be splattered all over those rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like that seems 
I don't even how like could you imagine the insurance for that no. fucking house? Yeah. No. There's, it's not it's not a thing. No. I refuse but, to believe that's a thing. Nobody has ever built a house that close to the fucking edge. No. Of fucking Devil's Peak. And <laughs> and and I challenge you, look at every angle that they show you of that house from the outside. You never have any idea that's on the other side. No. 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 Apparently it's beachfront property. I guess. Oh my god. Yeah. No, they, unless there was a major like landslide and half the cliff went down, and you know, the house was then teetering on the edge. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. Oh my god, this movie is a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, it is. Is there anything else we want to bring up before we just fucking <laughs> this piece of shit? Just the 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 ridiculous way they ended this movie. Yeah. The cat's down there. They're, they're the looking for it. The cat's down there sniffing around the freaking lamp. I have no idea why. Because the cat did not like the lamp earlier in the movie, but it's down there with it. And then it just looks at the camera and they give it this red eyes. Like, yeah, oh. its eyes just start glowing <laughs> red. I'm like, there's your have... Jody. There's your Jody, Nicole. You got Jody back. I'm like, do we have a demon-possessed cat now? This is awesome. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If they alert. had done that halfway through the movie and had the cat be the one possessed, that would have made it a lot better. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. My brain just shut down apparently before I saw the <laughs> fucking cat at the beach scene. The cat at the end. <laughs> How did it get down there? Well, they always land on their feet. I guess it jumped. I don't know. <laughs> it uh well, well, we didn't maybe it uh was somehow wrapped up in the cord when uh, Grandma <laughs> threw it out the window. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. It just went down. Oh, it, my God. It cut too fast. We couldn't see if there was a cat there. <laughs> well, it was wrapped around the priest, remember? She had to get the axe and cut the cord. That's right. That's right. Oh, we're going to close out on the cat with the evil eyes? Okay. Um, I'm ready to rate this thing. All right, we're going to rate this thing. Uh, and uh, since we have a special guest, we're going to let the special guest go first. Clint. Wow. Well, thank you very much. Um, I did use I did use my traditional rating system this time, uh, which, of course, is a criteria out of 30 points, things that I look for that I just want to determine that the movie has. Um, if it has it, I give it an X. If it doesn't have it, I don't give it an X. And, and I, uh, in this case, I had 16 points out of 30. So... That was good enough to give this a 53%. So I'm going to call that a 5.3 out of 10. This was an interesting movie as much as I made fun of it with y'all. Um, but And I enjoyed the dynamic that we no longer need the house, you know, for a possession. You know, that the house has transferred itself to objects now and we get cursed object movies. And we don't have to be on Long Island. We can be anywhere now with an Amityville story. Solid, solid. Thank you. Nicole, what you got? Uh, I got uh, my rating system that I stole from Clint, uh, but it is not nearly as detailed as his because I don't have that brain capacity <laughs> to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I use six basic points, acting, cast, story, effects, opening, and ending. I give each one a one to ten and average them out. So... My rating for this is actually one of the higher ones. Uh, I did 5.0 for this one. Um, just because some of the scenes were just so ridiculous. The garbage disposal, 
the chainsaw in the basement, it, it kept me entertained, you know, as, as, as bad as it was, I, I really did enjoy this one. Solid. Um, yep. and mine is even higher than Nicole's. Um, I don't have a system because I don't have any brain capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I just rate how I feel. I give Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes, or Amityville Horror, The Evil Escapes, a 6 out of 10. Because for a lot of the same reasons that Nicole mentioned, despite the fact that this is a fucking mess of a movie, there's a lot of fun stuff happening here. Um, it's It's got that made-for-TV melodrama that is just oozing in every scene. Like, you got patty duke and jane watch is trying to overact each other throughout this entire movie and i am mm -hmm. soaking all of that in you got you know brian there with the chainsaw and basically that kid is a national fucking treasure i wish he was in more stuff he's fucking amazing yeah. um the daughter i can't even remember what she looks like but uh peggy i also really can't remember what she looks like um the kills for what they were for made for TV. They're actually pretty wild. Um, the hand plopping out of the PVC pipe and dropping on the guy's face. So good. <laughs> like, like, was that the hand that was in the garbage? Just that was the hand that was in the garbage. He yeah. had his call. He had his high school ring on his finger. <laughs> But it wasn't shredded. It was a whole yeah. hand. No, it was a That's right. I wanted to bring that up. Like the garbage disposal, apparently just one clean slice at the wrist. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was. <laughs> this movie is bad. Don't get me wrong. But it it's it's the kind of movie where if you threw it on, you have some friends over. They're all horror nuts like you. It's playing in the background. You're going to have a fun time watching it. So yeah, six out of ten for me. Awesome respectable um all right so we're just going to move on to the uh plug space here uh clint again special guest you got first dibs anything you want to plug uh just the same that i always do i mean uh saturday nights uh we have our um our hangouts uh which will be streaming on uh the scream until you like it uh, youtube channel also on the hamadyville horror podcast channel and the hamadyville facebook page um and of course, um, I always like to shout out the hormonal werewolves because um, I, I think it's really cool uh, what you guys are doing. And um, beyond that, um, I'd like to shout out this show, uh, the Amityville Retrospective, because um, it, I think that's an even cooler idea, even though it's it would be very ridiculous if you made it the whole way through all of these movies. Don't. You fucking tempt me. <laughs> That's a, that, that sounds like a challenge to me, Ryan. What do you think? <laughs> challenge accepted. That's a challenge. I'm going to be freaking 78 years old <laughs> streaming from my retirement home. <laughs> yeah. By the I'll time you iron long. <laughs> talking about Amityville Air Fryer. That's right. By the time you get to the end of the list, there'll be four more movies they'll put out. I know, right? Exactly. It's like you'll never, it's always just out of reach. <laughs> and that really is the true curse of so yeah. Spoiler alert, next film is the Amityville Curse. And the true curse is the fact that these Amityville movies never fucking end. 
Nicole, anything you want to plug? Uh, just this shit, screaming till you like it. Um, Facebook page is phenomenal. Mike and Victoria do a great job running it. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all of it. Uh, convention news, movie previews, everything. It's a really fun, fun time. So check it out. Like, subscribe, all that. And I'm in the same boat as Clint and Nicole. Uh, screaming to you like it allows me to just fairly do whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> so kudos to them for that. And uh, as Clint mentioned before, I am also on the Hormonal Werewolves. Uh, check it out. We review all kinds of goofy movies there. And we got a Facebook group as well. Just a you know fun little place to hang around as people do. But... That is about it from myself, from Nicole, and from Clint. This has been another episode of the Annabelle Amityville Retrospective. And I just ask you to please remember to... Smile, you son of a bitch! Why would a priest be calling about a lamp?